0: The pale blue dot picture above, is a photograph of planet Earth taken on February 14, 1990, by the Voyager 1 space probe from a record distance of about 6 billion kilometers. If one endeavors to envision the vastness of the universe, our Earth is but a speck of sand in an ocean of sand beyond our comprehension. Yet here we are, and as of this particular point in time, we are the only unique planet that we know of, that currently fosters life as we know it. And as intelligent as we are, Considering all that we have learned and discovered, no one as of yet, has been able to demonstrate or explain, how life as we know it, came to be. Yet once again, here we are. We live in breath on this planet, rotating at the approximate speed at the equator of approximately 1037.5646 miles per hour or 1669.8 kilometers per hour. And our planet orbits around our solar sun at the earth's average orbital speed of about 30 kilometers per second. In other units, that's about 19 miles per second, or 67,000 miles per hour, or 110,000 kilometers per hour, 110 million meters per hour. Our solar system is also rotating around the Milky Way galaxy at about 700,000 kilometers per hour. And our Milky Way galaxy is also traveling at a huge speed away from every other galaxy as the universe continues to expand, although with vastly differing relative speeds depending on the distances of the galaxies from us. To give some indication, Scientists have calculated that our galaxy is traveling at about 2.2 million kilometers per hour relative to the cosmic background radiation which pervades the universe. And yet, here I can be, standing on my deck outside, watching my tomatoes grow, with what appears to be, because of gravity and our protective atmosphere, not a breeze in the air. Our perceptions of reality can be deceiving. Some might say, that because I am a Christian, and that I believe in the witness of Jesus Christ, as being the actual Son of God, including the reason why God our Father sent Him, and what He accomplished for us, that my perceptions of reality could be deceived. Is that possible? Sure, anything is possible, but I would have to say, I think it is at the extreme end of highly improbable. All things considered, who do you think is still the most famous person in all of history, including today? Click here for the answer. Sure you may have heard of him, but does that mean that you understand who he was and is and what he actually had to say? Superficial comprehension produces superficial understanding, much like experiencing the reality of not feeling a breeze in the air and yet racing through space at the same time. Our perception of reality is limited to that which we see and comprehend. If God is real and I can tell you that I believe He is, what is the primary difference between those who believe and those who do not believe? I know this is not necessarily true in all cases, but please note that I did say primary. And I could be wrong here but I am going to tell you what I think it is. The desire to know. From my own personal experience, nothing really ever happens until one is honest with oneself about that question. Many people say that they believe in God or a so called higher power, but that is an impersonal statement wherein there is no desire to look any deeper other than admitting the possibility of. In short, that acknowledgement does not directly affect anything that you do because your perceptions remain the driving force behind what you choose to do. But where there is an earnest desire to really know, that is specifically where Jesus takes center stage. I could give you a good number of reasons why Jesus is different from other major world religious leaders, but the really big difference is twofold. Specifically, what Jesus said, and specifically, what Jesus did. Initially, when a person contemplates moving towards finding out if God is real, there is, of necessity, a recognition that if God is real, what God says does have to be taken into consideration. You may not necessarily agree with what he has to say, but one does have to acknowledge that because God is God, His perspective does have to be considered. And what Jesus has to say literally changes just about everything. That is because the reality that Jesus' presents to us is much different than our own. And then, after Jesus tells us of God's perspective, He Himself then does what none of us can do. That is where Jesus perfectly does Himself, what He tells and shows us, is His and our, Father's will. If you don't think that the witness of Jesus is powerful, you would be mistaken. Search as you might, you will not find another like Jesus. Like the reality of understanding why there is no breeze but at the same time, hurling through space at horrendous speeds, Jesus opens our eyes to a reality that extends beyond what we in ourselves can see, when we accept Him as our Lord and Savior. And that journey can begin with a heartfelt prayer from us, to God, for God to show Himself to us. And if we truly mean it, stand by, because He surely will. I am going to leave you with a quote from C.S. Lewis where Lewis, who was once an atheist, talks about Jesus. The quote is as follows. Jesus, told people that their sins were forgiven, this makes sense only if He really was the God whose laws are broken and whose love is wounded in every sin, I am trying here to prevent anyone saying the really foolish thing that people often say about Him, I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept His claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic, on a level with the man who says he is a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. You can shut him up for a fool, you can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. Mere Christianity. If you've never seriously looked at Jesus, please do. The life we have been given is a gift, a doorway of sorts, to an even greater gift, if we but open our eyes to see it. And the believing that is spoken of below in the Gospel of John is not believing as in acknowledgement only, but as in believing Jesus as our Lord, who we trust in, obey and follow. Lip service doesn't cut it with God and you really need to understand that coming in. John 3 16-21 NASP For God so loved the world, that He gave His only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, But so that the world might be saved through him. The one who believes in him is not judged, the one who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment that the light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light, so that his deeds will not be exposed. But the one who practices the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds will be revealed as having been performed in God. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.